Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's good, Thunder fans? My name is Matty Moles, and you people are listening to Topic Thunder. Thunder threw on a block party tonight at the peak against the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Thunder advanced to 13-7 and on the season. A good point brought up by Brett Dawson on Twitter. Last year at this time, after 20 games, they were 8-12. and So substantially ahead of where they were last year. And they seem to be gelling the loss the other night against Denver. There was no hangover this time. Um, the Thunder just managed to handle business. And last year, this was the type of game that could have really gone the other way for the Thunder. The Thunder also would happen to drop two, three, sometimes even four games in a row a lot last year. And really, the the team, they came out swinging. It wasn't necessarily pretty early on. But the Thunder got the job done, and Eric Horn, um, again, on the Twitter machine, brought up the point that OKC had a season-high 11 blocks. So when I say they had a block party, I was not kidding. They were absolutely dominant inside when it comes to defense. But there were some issues on the outside, uh, protecting the three-point lane. But before I get too deep into that, I think you want to hear how the entirety of the game went, and we'll take you quarter by quarter, so you know what to do next. I'm talking about hooking up the TiVo. You don't need to explain to me why you need TiVo. Did you hook up the TiVo yet? So, Alex Sabrinas finally came back and he started at the two spot. And yes, he started at the two. I made a mistake. I thought that uh, TLC was going to be getting the start. The stream that I watched said that he was going to be getting the start. But Alex Sabrinas, in fact, did uh, start the game at the two spot for the Thunder. 
and he was aggressive early. He was aggressive, aggressive often and consistently throughout the game, but he was not very efficient in this one. But the game started with the Thunder locking in and a huge block by Jeremy Grant inside early on. And then a couple of mistakes happened. Uh, ball went out of bounds off of the Thunder and then the Thunder made another mistake and ultimately um, had to get three defensive stops in a row to start this one. And it took them a full minute to get the ball. So they didn't even touch it until 11 minutes left in the first. And then immediately after they started attacking the inside with uh, Jeremy Grant and Steven Adams. Paul George picked up a couple of ticky-tack calls early. But Westbrook was looking to facilitate early. He was uh, attacking inside, setting up Jeremy Grant, setting up Steven Adams, setting up pretty much anybody that would cut uh, to take off pressure off that double team. And they were being rewarded for it. Westbrook was looking to facilitate for others early on. Um, and then he would put it away later, and we will get into that in just a bit. So, Grant had that block to start the game. Then he had a huge block on Tristan Thompson. And I made a note saying that OKC was doing a great job of defending inside without fouling. Unfortunately, Paul George was fouling a lot outside and getting some ticky-tack calls. Um... Alex was struggling to make shots, and Dennis Schroeder checked in at the 428 mark to relieve him. And we still struggled to get offense going early on. Adams was missing some bunnies. And then when Jordan Clarkson came off the bench, he just started to wreck shop. And the Cleveland Cavaliers ended the first quarter with an 11-0 run and a 28 to 21 lead over the Thunder. Then to start in the second uh, quarter, it was just bad. There was Dennis Schroeder, TLC, Alex, Patrick Patterson, and Nerlens Noel, and they just could not get anything going as a unit. And Jordan Clarkson was rolling. Uh, he had 13 points with nine minutes left in the second. Then they brought Russ back in to stabilize the unit. And then promptly Russell Westbrook, coming off the heels of a terrible shooting game from behind the arc, sinks a three-pointer, which was also our first three-pointer with 7.50 left in the second. Shortly after that, uh, Osman hit a three. And then one Deontay Burton had an answer right away. This dude is fearless. And I got to give props to down to dunk. They basically said that he is Dion Waiters incarnate, and I could not agree with them more. And I will likely, I would gladly uh, buy some shares, uh, some lots on Deontay Burton Island for sure. That dude is balling out of control, and he's very smooth, and he's very aggressive, and he does have a nice, a nice three-pointer, and he's not afraid to take it. Steven Adams had a dynamic block and then right right after that 
They fed the ball into Russ, and Russ backed down Colin Sexton onto the block. Then the help defense would come, so there would be a double team on Russ, and then Russ would just find the right guy uh, every time they were cut to the vein to help support. Paul George picked up his third foul with five minutes left in the second quarter. Um, Sticking with my notes, Grant got another block, so that was three. And then... Uh, Deontay Burton, (sighs) sticking with him, had a monster dunk uh, coming off the right baseline and just completely assaulted the rim. So much so that the uh, OKC Thunder Twitter uh, had to post it, and it was uh, was a pretty sweet dunk. So go take a look when you get a chance. Because like I've said before in my TiVo wrap-ups, sometimes the words just don't give it justice. All right. So Cleveland finally started missing shots and OKC was taking the rebound and then getting easy buckets inside and they closed the gap uh, to 42 all with three minutes left. OKC went on a 20 to 11 run to close out the half and they were knotted up at 47 all at the half thanks to a Jordan Clarkson wave off as the 24 clock uh, expired. And so the refs made the right decision and they adjusted that in halftime and came back and we were all knotted up there. So we weren't even 13 seconds into the second half and Paul George picked up his fourth foul and his third offensive of the game. Then Colin Sexton started to get on a roll early on. Um, Westbrook. Missed the three, trying to respond to Colin Sexton, and missed. Uh, And then came back on the very next possession and sank one from the same spot. Trying to show himself, and I guess, and the rest of the world that, hey, all that work the other night after his shooting performance paid off. And he looked very confident in this one, shooting the ball. And he wasn't forcing the three. So Paul George finally started to get going. He got uh, he got a backdoor pass from Westbrook, and then he slammed it home, and it seemed to get that go- get him going. He then had a solid move inside, got fouled. Uh, should have been an N one, but he didn't get the call. Um, and then he came back down and hit a bucket, uh, his patented 17 footer at the top of the key. And we thought, okay, Paul George is going to get this thing rolling and he's going to take this thing over in the second half. And then he picked up foul number five with 551 (laughs) uh, left in the third. But 20-something seconds later, Russ got the ball back and got another assist and was able to secure his 107th triple-double of his career, tying himself with one Jason Kidd at third most in NBA history. So the other two. At number two, we have Magic Johnson with 138 and Oscar Robertson with 181. So Russ still has a little work left to go to catch them. But congratulations, Russell. King of the Prairie and the king of the triple-double in the modern era. Way to go, man. Um, Abrinus finally got a three to drop, and that would be his only three-pointer to hit 
at the very end of the third quarter. But Alex Brennis was shooting with confidence, and eventually these things are going to fall. They, they didn't look bad. So the score sheet is going to show that Brennis had an abysmal uh, shooting night, but there were several that were in and out. They looked good. They just didn't fall. I like that Alex kept shooting. He was one for eight on three at the end of three. And that's fine. It didn't cost us in this one. It's good to get the rust knocked off for him. And he had the trust of his teammates all night that he was eventually going to hit. All I have for the fourth quarter is a lot of Deontay Burton and uh, Abdul Nader. (laughs) Um, a, A lot of kudos for them. The Cavs had some mental errors. They had like three backcourt violations in this game. I want to say it was two pretty early on in the fourth quarter. And a unit that actually started to do a lot of work. Um, So I mentioned before that the unit of Dennis, TLC, Alex, P. Pat, and Noel did not look good. But the unit of Burton, Felton... Thick Daddy Felton, Nerlens Noel, Abdul Nader, and P-Pat did work early on in the fourth. And of note for this one, with 4.16 left in the third quarter, OKC was up 67-62. to They would go on a 6-0 run to end the third, and then an 11-2 run to start the fourth, making it 17-2 between 4.16 in the third and 7-14 in the fourth. And at that point, OKC jumped out to a 20-0 lead with a little uh, about 8-footer from Nerlens Noel. And really, this thing was put to bed then. Westbrook, at the very end of the game, kept attacking Colin Sexton and hitting that fadeaway shot and then rocking the baby to sleep. Just rocking him to sleep like he's doing everybody else when he gets down on the block. Russ... Dude, I love it. Please continue to just pound people uh, on the block. I love that you worked on threes, man, and I, I won't question you. But, dude, nobody can stop you when you rock that the block. And it's, it's awesome because that opens everything else up. There's not a point guard in the league that can stop you when you want to get your shot from that spot. And then the game just wrapped up. Ho-hum. I got a feeling that tonight is going to be a good night as OKC wraps it up 100-83. to So some final notes for the game. I'm going to throw some stats at you. OKC made 41 of 86 shots for a 47% field goal percentage. They were awful from three, partially thanks to Alex Abrinas, but 6 of 27 from three for 22% starting to become a little too commonplace for my taste uh, with how the Thunder are able to be efficient or lack thereof from shooting the three. But they were very efficient from free throw, shooting 12 of 15, which I I can get down with that. And they out-rebounded the Cavs 50 to 43. They out-assisted the Cavs 25 to 20. So in 41 made baskets, they had 25 of them assisted. 
five steals, and then a whopping, like I said before, 11 blocks to only one block for the Cavs. That kind of lets you know what the, the Thunder were able to do. Surprisingly enough, the, the turnover battle, OKC lost by one, 14 to 13, which resulted in four more points for the Cavs. But all those blocks that the Thunder were able to get didn't allow them to really push out and transition and kill. Fast break points were even 13 to 13. But with only one block for the Cavs, that means that they weren't really playing solid defense inside and the Thunder were abusing them. The Thunder had 56 points in the paint to 32. So that's that's pretty critical when you can get 24 more points in the paint than the opposition. You're going to win a lot of games that way. Even though the Thunder gave up nearly 40% from three. Nine of 23. And now without further ado, we're going to get into the player of the game. That's right, we're getting into the player of the game. But I'm going to call an audible because this is my wrap-up and I feel free to do so. And this one, I couldn't give it to just one player because there were two that really deserved to be called the P of the G. I'm talking about, first of all, Russell Westbrook. Anytime you get 107 triple-doubles in your career, tying you for third and you did it in this type of fashion. This wasn't some type of generic 11, 10, and 10 type of triple-double. Russell Westbrook hit him with 23 points, 19 rebounds, and 15 assists. Ugh. On two steals. Oh, and by the way, in case you were hating, he shot 10 of 17 from the field and 2 of 5 from three-point. Dude was on fire tonight. He came out on a mission, and he did work. So Russell Westbrook, congratulations. You are the co-player of the game. But his boy, it's not Paul George. Not in this one. I'm talking about a dude that hit his career high in points, 21, Jeremy Grant. So in 34 minutes, Grant scored 21 points on 8 of 12 shooting. Very efficient. 1 of 4 from 3-point land. Okay, I'll take that from him. 4 of 5 from the stripe. Awesome. And he had 5 boards and 4 blocks. 4 monstrous blocks that were huge to help us get to 11 blocks on the night. And really, he helped dictate how things went early on when we were struggling. So, Jeremy Grant had six points for the Thunder in the first quarter. And that was when they only scored 21. So, it could have been a little uglier early on if it wasn't for how Jeremy Grant played, uh, at least to start the game on both the defensive side and the offensive side. So, Jeremy Grant, congratulations you are also the player of the game. What does that mean? Do I get, do I get anything? Do I win? Do I get a bonus? I'll <laughs> be sick. No, it's just, I don't know. Seems dumb. It does. I mean, yeah. 
whatever. Overall, there was a lot to like about the Thunder tonight. They played really strong defense, evidenced by their block party. They were pretty efficient on the offensive end. At least Russell Westbrook was, and he helped dictate how things went with his monster stat line. That didn't seem forced, and it was very efficient as well. Alex Brennis knocked a lot of the rust off. I think this was a good experience for him. He did not shoot the ball exceptionally well tonight. And by exceptionally well, I mean well at all. But it was great. And his shots looked fine. He was getting open looks. The team was still trying to feed him. Shows that they have trust in him. Deontay Burton had some some awesome flashes and some things that they're that are going to make Thunder fans very happy uh, going forward. I think that it's time to start considering giving him a full-time gig and maybe not uh, his two-way contract, which I think he's under. He's definitely playing like he's worthy of having a full-time roster spot at the end of our bench at a minimum. Um, Jeremy Grant played incredible on the defensive end and very efficient on the offensive end. Paul George, like several games so far this year, has had a tendency to pick up some ticky-tack fouls. I gotta say, he is a star. He is he's a superstar, at best, to a fringe superstar, at worst. And I have not seen so many ticky-tack calls being given to a player of his caliber. I just I haven't seen it. And it's it's starting to become a trend. So I don't know. I don't know if there's going to be some type of a regression to where the officials just start giving him some superstar calls and hopefully things will balance out. But I would just prefer to not have some of these fouls go against him to begin with. Um, overall, Patrick Patterson... Didn't really force the issue, but he was a plus 14 on the night, uh, which was second behind uh, Deontay Burton with a plus 22. What? Uh, For the team. So people might hate on Pat for missing uh, his one three-pointer, but honestly, I think he played pretty well. There wasn't really a whole lot to hate about how he played tonight. Um, Nerlens Noel was solid off the bench with eight points, one block, a couple of boards. Uh, so he was very involved. And Stephen Adams had a very, very quiet game with six points, five boards, assist, a steal, and two blocks. So that's okay. You know, we we didn't get a lot from George. We didn't get a lot from Adams. In a game that we could have potentially lost last year, and yet we came out and handled business as we should have. So we continue to beat teams that are bad, that we should beat. And things are looking up. Things are looking solid for the Thunder. They're not having the multiple game hangovers where they're losing multiple games in a row. Um, at least not since the season, uh, since that 0-4 start to the season. So again, the Thunder are 13-7. and They are one game back. A first place behind the Clippers, the Warriors, and the Nuggets, but they hold sole possession 
of fourth place in the Western Conference. And they should get a couple of days of rest before they have to go play again. And there's a lot to get excited about. So that is the wrap-up of tonight's game. If you like this, uh, if you are a fan, you can find us anywhere that you subscribe to podcasts, especially on iTunes. Please leave us a five-star review or a very high review and some positive feedback or some constructive criticism. Hey, we're willing to take any and all things. Uh, We just want to get better and we want to serve you guys best. Um, This is an awesome hobby of ours and we're blessed to get to do it. And we get to do that for the best fans in the world. So thank you. Uh, On behalf of all the guys, you can find us on Thunderous Intentions. Now that's Thunder Basketball. I am Maddie Moles. And as always, Thunder Up! Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.